hello, ladies and gents. You're with Adrianosaurus, the coach of Rapanorama for super coach purposes. This is my third attempt at recording my podcast tonight because I'm too grumpy in the first two um, <laughs> attempts. The oh, I'm a Raiders fan, and I think we're jibbed at the end there. Yeah, sure, we didn't deserve to win the game, but. You know, even though he was lying down in the ruck and all, he was not square at marker and he tackled the dummy half. That's a penalty. We should have been, you know, having a goal kick right in front of the post to level up. But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna dwell on that. It's a hard old watch and it's hard being a Raiders fan in the last well, we're getting up to thirty years waiting for a bloody premiership. But anyway, let me kick off the show, apart from that, just ignore that, um, with some good stuff. Beanies for brain cancer. What a great round, and, and it's a great round and a great cause. I love to see all the beanies in the crowd and how well it's supported by the rugby league community. As someone who I've lost a couple of family members in recent years to the dreaded C word, and brain cancer is a, a really terrible illness it's always a terrible disease and and it sucks that families have to go through stuff like that you wouldn't wish it on anyone else on this earth and for the support that i see in this round for that great cause with the beanies you can buy them at igas i think in um, that's where i got mine and you can get them i think at lowe's but also just look it up on google you know beanies for brain cancer and you can still purchase them um such a great cause so great seeing it on the tv uh all the people that have supported and have the um, beanies so a great cause great stuff to see and also another great thing for the round great great scenes there in uh on the coverage today for the return to new zealand for the warriors um full house fantastic shout out to anton poser a great man on twitter there with the uh, bunty appreciation society sign saw it on the tv mate you look great uh but also the ceremony, the the long walk up from the outside for the guys, it was just such a great celebration and done really well. Um, and it really moved me. I loved seeing it. Well done to the Warriors too for keeping the competition alive over these couple of years. It's easy to, when I watch them, I'm like, far out, they suck. But it hasn't been easy being away from their home country, uh, you know, basically being on the road for th- two and a half years. You know, and even the way that, you know, the comp, how much they would suffer in New Zealand, you know, the the support um, in the juniors and, you know, the interest in the game because they haven't even been there um, it has been something. It's a big sacrifice to make. So well done to New Zealand Warriors and thanks so much for what you've done for the comp. It was really good to see those scenes on the TV today and good that they got uh, the win as well. Um, let's talk about a couple of things in the round that took my notice. Let's kick it off with the scores. Uh, the end of the round, a couple of games to update. I'm sitting on 1,181. Um, I think that that's probably just a tick above par. I think 1,100 is probably 1,100, 1,120. Not going to be much above par, but I'm okay with that. Um, you know, I, I think the scoring is a bit hard to read this year. It's a bit inconsistent. Um, you know, this week, Graham gets a tr- uh, line uh, to try assist, and I think that Talakai's looked even more like a try assist, but he doesn't get it. Um, we've got a little bit of murky waters with these old sweeping fullback ones. I mean, he ran a bit and then drew in the winger and passed Talakai. I think it's a try assist. I mean, I think a line break is owed to Max King. Why does it matter if the line break, he busts the line and only runs three metres? He still broke the line and it's a line break. 
they're just it's a I think it's the most inconsistent year we've ever seen in Supercoach for scoring, uh, and you know I think the ones that to me that are looking very in the past you could watch it and you'd be like oh that's definitely a try assist, uh, shock horror it's not going to those people even though it blatantly looks like a try assist even though some stuff looks like a dead set line break they're not given a line break and I, I don't know I just think the scoring is a bit all over the place this year. Um, so, look, I think 1181 is going to be probably just a touch above par, which I'm okay with. We've got the all-important round 17 by coming up. It all hinges, I think, on um, origin. You know, that we're potentially people who are holding, who are, Talakai is very highly owned, so is Heinz. We, you know, Heinz could be 18th man, Talakai could make the team, you could be down two players, and that could really throw a spanner in the works. I don't think we're going to see any... Too many other things that were are surprising. We know Felice is not going to make Origin. Where they're saying Tom Gilbert is going to debut for um, the Maroons. They're not around. He's from the Cowboys, so they're not around. Seventeen team. Um, you know, and there's tipped that Whiten might um, come into that Blues team, even though I don't, watching that Raiders game, I think he, if it was picked on form, he played his way out of it. But I know he did good stuff in the first game. He he, he will either go into the team and I think Talakai might go out uh, or he'll go straight into the centres and maybe Crichton misses out. If if he goes straight into the centres and Crichton might be 18th man, we might get Nico Hines back. If he goes in as a bench forward, Talakai might come back and, and uh, Hines might stay as the 18th man does the 18th is, are they going to release him because they know that the Sharks are playing or is he going to be genuinely there because of his utility value as the 18 that'd be a real dagger because Hines is the man he we see even this week racks up points even though he doesn't look great on the field uh, gets the nice updates as well doesn't he so he'd be a great one to have for the um, buy round and if he's 18th man that'll be a real spew and if you lose Talakai as well but those look like the main changes that are going to occur um uh, i think nanai is the one that they're saying he's going to start in place of felice um trell has you know he said that he's he's, he's taking himself out of the running to play origin that's really interesting because i think he's you know we were talking a lot of the chat groups would he get will be a walk-up start i mean i think burton locked in has to be there and it was whether white was going to be a bench utility miss the team altogether was latrell going to just walk straight in and take that center spot i think the one that was most likely we think i don't know if they've come down yet the teams because i record straight after the game that crichton might miss out um, and that it's between Luttrell and um, Whiten. But now that Luttrell's you know, given his spot up, you know, it could be anything. It could be Whiten onto the bench and Talakai comes out or he might go into the team uh, and Crichton, in, into the starting lineup and Crichton uh, goes out. But that means that Trell is going to play the round 17 by. Uh, he had a nice score this week of 99. The ownership is very low. He is 300k cheaper than Pappenhausen and some people will be We'll talk about Paps, but some people will be breaking their teams to get Paps in. Well, there's a 300k cheaper player who I think they've got a good matchup next week. Is it the Knights? That's a very good matchup for South. They're not gonna they're gonna lose Murray and Cook, sure, but they're gonna have Cody Walker still there and Latrell, you know, Campbell Graham, AJ. There's still plenty of big names there. I think they'll 
potentially put on a big score against the Newcastle Knights. Uh, and, you know, he, he's a pod option. I think if you're a Teddy, if you're thinking about bringing in Teddy, you could go a pod option in... Um, you could go a Latrell if you like. I think as a pod move, I would. I don't know if I have the nuts on me. Sorry, the <laughs> can I say that uh, to go Latrell instead of Paps? I think you've got to have Paps. We saw this week what not owning Paps or what he's capable of, and I think he's the number one target you want to have for the round seventeen. So I would not be picking Latrell instead of Paps, but I think people will will definitely bring him in next week. And him, him not uh, putting his hand up for Origin means he's available and he's he's a big name. He's an X Factor player and he scored well in his return after a long time out of the game. Um, anyway, so that's that's that Latrell. Um, some injuries this week. I mean, someone like uh, Max King, not that he was necessarily screaming out a cell. He, I, I was happy to hold him for the rest of the year if I could. But he was definitely someone that I was willing to sacrifice. TPJ's done an ankle injury. We know uh, what, what the early reports from the NRL physio, great man, um, say is a couple of weeks minimum, maybe more. So that probably enhances Max King, doesn't it? Because, um, you know, Luke Thompson's overseas and, you know, TPJ out of the team, you know, he already gets pretty good minutes, Max King, but he might get even more now uh, with that injury. Um, look, some Rabbitohs injuries that might be relevant. Nichols, we know, got a HIA. He might, I don't know what the turnaround is or what grade he was. I know he had a HIA. That's all I know. Um, and he might have to pass the protocols and Hame Sele um, with the injury the hammy so you know you might be a Trent Peoples person and there could be a rough chance you know you lose um, Murray and Arrow out of that team for origin so uh, there you go you might get a Peoples for this next buy there could be another cheapie I don't know but um, Peoples could be a rough chance in because they've had a couple of injuries in there Um, and you got Tass this week and he looked pretty good out there. So that would have, he's come from the clouds as a, as a round 17 thing. And I don't think he's going to be dropped. He played well uh, this week and he's going to go up probably nicely in price after this week as well. So I don't know that if everyone can grab him. Maybe he might be affordable for some people if they're downgrading. Um, but he's an extra number that it looks likely uh, for you to get for next round. Um, Maddo, he missed this week's game. It was a bit of a pain in the ass for me. I, I had to play... I was forced to play either Kiraz or Mam. I went with Mam because I thought, you know, in the wet, it's not the best conditions uh, for Kiraz. Um, and I was all good for a, a whole three points. <laughs> but he was a bit of a blow this week. Um, look, the physio, NRL physio says it's a pain management thing. And, and with the break from this week, um, that he's got to be a good chance for next week. I'm sure, hopefully, he's going to be one of the big people that scores well. Uh, he's averaging 70 um, for next round in the bye. Um, Garrick, these are not round six, around uh, 17 people. Um, he had a hip injury in that game. You know, he was struggling out there, and after halftime, he got a needle. He was just sort of getting by. Wasn't the best we've seen from Garrick. Um the, yeah, that's pretty much it from my talking points um, for the round. Round 17 is important, and the origin teams are important. Um, it would be a blow if we lose Talakai and Hines. Oh, I'm looking at numbers probably, oh, it could be 11 or 12, but it all depends. I will be 100% getting Pappenhausen next week. Um, well, that is the talking I've got one more talking point. Thanks a lot, Manly. 
clocked off in the last 10 minutes, all the, the conservative and probably the smart approach was to get a look at Paps for a week. Coming back off a long layoff, he has returned a little slower. And in that game, he was sheepish and pretty average, to be honest, for most of the game. But at that, he was on 30-something points with seven minutes to go in the game. Put on 100 points in seven minutes. Thanks a lot, Manly. If you're a Manly fan, I hope you have to pay full price for... I hope you have to break your teams next week to bring in Pappenhausen because oh, he's going to cost the same. We were hoping to get him for 850, $830, um, but we're going to be paying the 900 for him. And there's going to be some people that have to break your team. I think that might be an occasion if people don't want to break their team, they might go Latrell instead, but it's risky business not having Paps. If he can score 100 points in seven minutes... You are playing risky business, not having him. Look, um, and his average is 100 for the year. So he gets 100 basically every time he plays. I think you want to finish the year with Paps. How many trades do you want to keep doing in fullback? I will be bringing him in next week. I've banked a nice pile of cash to get Cooler uh, or Karaz or whatever up to him. And I'm going to bring in Paps next week. If I want to get up to 12 numbers, I'll have to make the three trades probably. Um, and I'll get... A paps, and I'll be able to get someone in the 400, 450 type range and enough. And I think that that's okay for me. I think 12 is probably good. Listening to a few of the podcasts out there, people, you know, they're going hard at round 17. Some are saying like 13, 14. I've written down some names, which I'll talk at the end of the of the podcast that I like for the round 17. There's some sort of middle of the way run. Oh, I got Barnett because the price is right, but he's not going to hurt you more than 50 points. You know, the ones that can get 100 are the ones that you know, quality over quantity, they always say. So, um, look, I'll mention those names at the end of the podcast. But let's go in and we'll do the good, bad and ugly. Um, the first game of the round was the Manly Seagulls versus the Melbourne Storm. They held on Manly. They probably deserve to lose it because they just clocked off. And thanks a lot for making Paps expensive. Stay expensive. Oh, what a... Sh- I mean... That's the thing. The low percentage play was to bring in Paps straight away. Some people were probably just like, well, look, I'll pay the high price. You know, I'm going to hold him for the rest of the year. I've got the cash there and I'll do it. You, with seven, with 10 minutes to go, you were, all of those owners were going, oh, why did I go early on him? But that's super coach for you. That's football for you. And, mate, it was just something to, even though I'm on the receiving end of the high price that I'm going to have to pay for him this week, a hundred points in seven minutes. I don't know about the history of Supercoach, but does anyone ever? I know that Talakai was one hundred and sixty at half time, and I think he might have put on a hundred in a, a short space of time. But that's something to behold, Paps, and the scoring over that seven minute um, <laughs> realm. But anyway, Manly got the job done, thirty six to thirty. My goods was Paps. I have to give it to him. I mean, he didn't. I really should have been going. Aha, aha. <laughs> he got Paps, and he scored forty. But it was 135. He even upgraded. Um, 3.7% bin. Well done. Um, look, that's the way it is. You were a hair away from it being a dumb decision. And you, you would have been, stu- you know, a bad score and you paid overs for him. But instead, you got a great score and everyone else is having to pay the same. And they just missed the score. It was a real good move if you did it because it just ended up well for you. He's going to um, stay at his price. And I, I really think he's a must-have next week. He's the first and only person I want to bring in. I'm going to probably be able to do it without breaking my team. Would I break my team to do it? 
I don't think it's necessary. If you haven't got heaps enough, I, I lost a head-to-head this week to a bloke who his AE was cooler because he has seven NPRs. So he's not a good player. <laughs> this bloke just fluked his way into a win, beat me by 80 points or whatever because he got an AE in cooler. But what was I going to say? I don't mind enough. If you haven't got heaps and heaps enough, if you haven't got seven NPRs like this Muppet, you, if you've got a couple or you got one, you can nuff out and get yourself a Paps for next week because I think he's a must-have. Um, other good scores in there were DCE. He was good, tunned up 118. Cooler, it was like his breakout game, fish on 100. Now, some people, I was getting messages to all the old socials, do I sell Cooler now? He scored 100. Well, I don't think he's not sellable. I think he's perfectly fine for holding. I think players like Targo, Kula, Karaz are fine enough to hold. I think they're fine enough to sell because right now um, you're grabbing around 17 numbers and you're grabbing run-home people. Well, I mean, uh, Targo's the one out of all of them, I think, potentially, because he's in that best team in Penrith. There's a potential there for some great uh, attack and upside. So I see him as one that, could borderline be someone you could hold. I don't really see Kula or Karaz necessarily. Karaz has been very good, uh, you know, and, and Kula's been serviceable. But I think they're sellable. And he's my ticket to Paps. He's gone out on a high note because he's going to get a nice jump in price this week. Finished on 100. Well done. Um, Saab got over for a try, I think, maybe or two. He's 76. Not bad for Saab because he can get a low one in there. Um, Ola was good with an 82, and he only did it in 60 minutes. He's such a good um, and imagine, give him 80 minutes, there's your bastard. Um, but anyway, uh, and Meany was good. If you picked up Meany earlier in the year when he was cheaper, he's been, I looked at his figures, he's been bloody sensational. He's too expensive now, but if you've got him in the buy, I reckon he's a good name. He's a good number to have for your round 17. You can either hold him if he holds the spot. I don't know when, uh, Coates is back, but, um, you know, he's been such a good, uh, he's been good, really, really good. Um, and Nels, Nelson finished with an 81, which was good. Um, my bads, Harry Grant, 32 point, a third of the people in the game own Harry, 32.1%, 1.4% brought him in. It's You had to think of a time to bring him in. Um, you know, I was in a chat where someone was saying, do you really need to bring him in now? Is he going to be, is he a big hundred getter? Well, I've got Robson, and he's been fantastic because I sold Harry Grant when he was injured and went to Robson, and I've got um, Randall there. We know that um, old mate Braley's back, they say, next week. What a bloody dagger that is. I just wanted him to last around 17, and if Braley's back next week, what happens to Randall? He might get 20 minutes off the bench. Um, but Randall is – I'm happy for Randall become Grant, and I would probably play Randall – I mean, I'd, I'd play um, – Grant and Robson every week. They're scoring 80s and well enough. Yeah, 80s, and that's good enough for me. I'd happily have a two, I think they're two gun uh, hookers. I know that a lot of people are doing the Cook and uh, Grant in and they've just been playing Cook while Grant's been out. Um, but I, I don't mind it. I, I think um, I want Grant and his price is coming down nicely. This week it was a 37. He is going to be sub 600K. He's obviously going to go off to origin. He looks a little bit busted, I think, at the end of that game. But the price has just been coming down nicely, and it's sideways. If you wanted to sell Robson, it's sideways. It's a small jump from someone like Randall, 150K. People who had Appy, he's been fantastic. He can go sideways from Appy to Grant to run home with. I think... Once Origin's all done and dusted and he's back into that team and firing, I think we could see some 80, 90 type average stuff from Harry. 
but it's he's just come down just nicely now for him to be bottoming me out, bottoming out, and you to grab him for your teams. Um, he was my bad, thirty-seven points. Um, the ugly look. Anderson was the popular buy in the week because we knew that he held his spot. Essentially, we were banking money for Paps, and we went, oh well, we'll go Grant if he gets that spot. He's going to go up in money, and he he'll probably be there for the round seventeen. He finished with a uh, 16. It wasn't a good game by Melbourne Storm. It wasn't a very good game by him, to be honest. Uh, hopefully, he holds his spot. The scoring was much better in the first two games, and this one was a, was rubbish. So he's not going to make much money at all. Essentially, he's enough. If he didn't get picked next week and he was enough, that wouldn't be the worst thing. If he makes the team, hopefully you get more like those top first two game scores and you get a 70 or whatever from him, 80 points. Um, you know, but it wasn't great this week. Uh, and also, ugly is manly. Don't clock off with 10 minutes to go on. I could have been buying perhaps for 100K cheaper next week, you bums. But anyway... Um, that's that game. Uh, on to the Knights versus the Titans. Well, the Titans, aren't they awful? And they say that Coach might be getting the boot. I think that's fair enough. Uh, mostly he's on the bottom. Is he on the bottom of the ladder now? Uh, yeah, they were on the bottom going in and they still lose. So, um, well, maybe the Tigers overtook him. I don't know. Um, but anyway, they got pumped by the Knights. Um, the good for me, Edric Lee. <laughs> Five pies for Edric. Well done. Oh, have I got any sound effects in here? Well, let's have a look. Uh, oh, no, that's the drums. Where are you? Well done, Edric. Five tries. You legend. Congratulations. Um, do you know that 44 people brought Edric in? <laughs> it sounds unbelievable. 44 people brought Edric in this week, and he scored 172. Amazing. Imagine watching these buggers that bought him, these 44 people watching that game with him going over for try, 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 try. Oh, would have been a sensational watch for you. You geniuses, whoever you are. But I, I, don't, I don't think he's a buy still because he's not going to do that again, really, is he? Uh, but it was a genius move last week. He's 0.7% owned. <laughs> the good good times are rolling. These are the money times. Enjoy it. Um, look, the other winger was great as well. Young, he's come on really well this year, I think. Um, 106 points. He's a bit more affordable. I don't know if he's going to get lots of pies as well, um, you know, all the time, but he was good this week, 106. Um, the MILF, he's still got it. He's he's actually been good. I think they've he's improved the Knights. Um, he's looking pretty good to me. Um, 70 points from him. Uh, Brimson was 84, pretty good. Clune, pretty good with a 72. Um, my bad was Barney, 2%. And I'm putting him in bad because I brought him in. 46 is not the worst score in the world, but I wanted 70 from you. I think, you know, he got the HIA in there and it was probably around 15 points. So he probably would have finished around 60 and that's okay for me. But he's bad because he, oh, I mean, I'm actually just glad he came back on because he looked like he was in Disneyland. I'm surprised he made it back. I was like thinking the worst, like he wasn't going to be available for this week, but he made it back apparently and he'll probably be, you know, be good to go <laughs> for this week. Um, the ugly was Tino. He's been very good this year, Tino. 19.5% owned, 35. Not his best game. 0.8% um, brought him in. That's weird to me. I mean, I know I understand why people will grab and tap any because he's been absolutely on fire. And and look, 
Tino's been very good um, this year, but that was his second worst score of the year. Worst score since round five, uh, 35. So anyway, there we go. Um, moving on to the next game, the Panthers got the game done against the Chooks. Look, you know, Robbo, he didn't miss in the old press conference, did he? Because the refing that tackle by Verrills is not even a penalty. And also... I mean, are you backtracking for a sin bid? Will they just allow play to go on? Are they playing advantage? I mean, if it's a sin binnable thing, I mean, I mean, I guess they can look back at footage if someone took them out, you know, on the wing and threw an elbow or something. I mean, they did that with the Barnett thing. The play went on, didn't they? And then they, you know, hooked him. I, I guess that's fine. But the refereeing was bloody average. And, you know, I posed a question in my thing, which I didn't cover. You know, is it almost a bit like you've got a... It's not just playing better than Penrith, that you need to play 120%. (laughs) You know, you have to pay 20% better to cover the old, you know, refereeing decisions that go their way. Look, I think that the Chooks were the better team. And I'm I'm an impartial, I'm a Raiders fan. I've already got my disappointment about getting jibbed by the ref, um, which that was not the greatest refing either. Um, But I think that they may have got a rough deal, the old Chooks. 26 to 18, I thought they were the better team on the night. Um, The good was Appy, 22.8% owned, 170 tonned up. Well done, Uh, you know, to you guys. He is sideways now to Harry Grant for the run home. Or you may want to just hold Appy. He's in a very good team. Uh, and he's going to go out on a high note, I think, with those Penrith Panthers. Um, 0.2% of people brought him in. He's going to be up around that five, oh yeah, 80, 90 price. He's going to be Harry Grant price. You know, so he's having a really good year, um, Appy. Um, good scores in there for Targo. Look, I did mention those um, Coolers, the Carazzas, and the Targos. I find it hard to sell Targo because he sort of gets 50s, 40s, 40, 50s. If he scores a try like he did this week, he's 80s, and I like that. He's got the handy jewel. Um, I'm going to try my best to hold him. I do think he is, you know, sacrificable, as is Caraz, as is Cooler. Uh, you know, Cooler and Targo did well this week. And Carraz has made good money. You know, they've got reason. You could hold them all easily. Um, I'm inclined to sell Cooler and Carraz before I'd sell Targo. In the best team, and it's 50. Even if he has a average game, it's 40, you know, and he's got 130 in there, I think. But it's just, you know, the base is very good. Um, so I'm going to hold him, I think, as if I can. Um uh, Takiyahu tunned up as well, 105. Manu in the six was very good. Got a nice update, 97. Um, I had a few messages to the old socials. Should I sit him, Manu, because he's playing Penrith Panthers? And I was like, if he if he's in the six and he's getting his hands on the ball more, he will do more stuff and he'll break more tackles. And he did, and he was good, 97. He's a season-long keep and an absolute you know, play every week, I think, if he's playing in the six or the one. Um, the chin was good with 86, uh, you know, is it 86, 82? Um, you know, him and Hines, they can have game. I mean, th- I thought Cleary was sound. You know, he was pretty good in the game um, without all the try assist and everything. You know, I think it was just a pretty good game from him. You know, a nice, solid game. But he just accumulates points. He's a good goal kicker. 82, he was the highest captain of the week. Uh, I VC'd him, uh, and I didn't keep, you know, obviously I didn't want to get um, Anderson, who I'd brought in you know, for, for the 16 as my auto emergency. So um, it was good by the chin. Um, the bad was Suwali, 30.5%. It sucks when the bad, like Grant, 32% owned, Tino, 19.5. When you're up around that um, 30%, it sucks when they don't get a good score because um, it's a lot of people, you know, that are, that are going with you, you know, unfortunately, that 
of lost out on you know the good points. Thirty six points for Suwali. It's not his conditions. It was a wet sort of game and damp. Point nine percent of people brought him in, which I think is odd. You know he's. Got an occasional good score in him and some tries. He's, he's definitely an up-and-comer and he looks better every game. I just would have thought people would be grabbing, you know, a Katoa or a Mulatalo or a Graham or an AJ, whatever. Surprises me. me. I know he's a little bit cheaper, maybe 100K, but I just, it was a bit odd to me that that many that people were bringing him in. Chasing points, maybe, I guess, but, um, you know, it wasn't a great score this week. Um, to the uglies. Um, I'm going to say Gus. He was he's 23.3% owned. He got a sin bin, which doesn't help because obviously you get those negative points. Uh, and we heard that he was crook as well in the lead into the game, which didn't help. Um, look, some people, you know, in a chat or, or online, I can't remember where I saw it, but saying that Gus is a season-long hold and you just hold him to the end and blah, blah, blah. Well, I mean, look, his average is 58. You know, I mean, it's an average of 58. You know, people were saying to me, oh, you know, you've got to hold Hurst for the rest of the year. Well, his average is 50s now, and, you know, his three and five run average were 40s. So the injuries had obviously affected Hass. Uh, and this year, you know, I don't think there's that, it's not as many tries for, for Angus. And as a result, that average is not, you know, 70s. It's not elite. He's not elite this year. Um, so I think you could hold him for sure. How's his last, um, where is he? 50, 60, 30, you know, in the last three weeks, 55, 60, 30, which is, you know, it's okay. Although this week was the worst for sure. Um, then I've got Tupu in there, 2.6% owned. He's been heavily sold. Fish with the 27. He's had a few quiet ones. Uh, look, 34, 107, 34, 36, 27. That's a 20 and 330s and a 107. So there was the one good score in there. Yeah, I just think he's a – I mean, I don't think you hold him. He's definitely better than that. And the early season form was good. I really think the Roosters looked improved this week as well. So I think you could probably hold him. But again, would you sell Targo before you'd sell Tupu? I don't know. I just think, you know, they're hum- they're definitely humming the old um, Penrith Panthers. And he's got that jewel, the handy jewel. So I'd probably sell um I'd probably sell him. I'd probably sell Tupu first. Um, and Tupanua, uh, 4.7%. He's finished with an 18 this week. Uh, it's pretty rocks and diamonds from him. 1.1% people brought Tupanua in. I know why you did, because before this round, the last three rounds were 86, 56, 72, which is quite good. Um, but it's wrapped in two bad scores. It was a 19 and an 18 on either side of those three good scores. Um, yeah, I just, I don't think he's, a, I mean, yeah, you know, who are you going to get him to? If it's a nice upgrade to a great player like Matto or IPAP or whatever, but I just don't think it's there for him. He's too up and down. Um, Tupanua. Uh, moving on, the Sharks got the job done against the Dogs in a wet affair. Uh, horrible conditions, but my good was Nico Hines. You know, uh, who was it there? We Clem Cassidy on the old Twitter loves him when he's got the wet hair, and it was enough for me. I captained Hines. He updated nicely to 96, so just under that ton. Um, he just racks up the points, doesn't he? And 0.4% of people brought him in. He was 21% captains, the next best to Cleary. Uh, and he actually finished, you know, 14 points better. It's not that much, but it's nice to be on the good side of it, um, you know, and, and be the Heinz captainer. Um, he's got to be a chance. I don't know if these teams have dropped. Are they dropping on Monday? I think they're getting leaked now. That's how I heard Gilbert 
you know, and I've, I've heard whispers that Whiten's going to be in the 17. It could be centre or it could be on the bench in place of Talakai. That's the rumours. Don't quote me on it. But those teams could come out and Hines could be the 18th man. He is versatile from one to seven. So um, there is that worry because he's somebody you definitely want for that second buy. I imagine that if he makes Origin and he's not released, um, you know, they release him because they know that the Sharks play the round and how vital he is to their team. I don't think so. I think if they want to win this game, it's a decider. They're going to take up this squad and the 18th man has got to be there on game day to be able to come in. I think it needs to be someone versatile. If Crichton, you know, misses out, could he do it? He could play one to could play all the back line, couldn't he? And you've got Burton there who could cover in the halves if you, you know. So it's the same thing. It'll be an interesting watch anyway, but I'd love if we had Talakai and Hines for the uh, for the round 17 bye. Um, he was good, 96. Um, also, I'm going to give an honourable mention in my good scores to JMK, Jeremy Marshall King. 1.6%, so it's uber, 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 uber pod. Uh, he's... You know, scoring pretty well, 85. You know, he's got a, a, a good score in him. You know, in the last five, 66, 74, 38, 66, and then there's 85. It's pretty good. You know, so the 1.6, he's a nice pod. You know, people went Robson, who's done well as well. You know, people went Appy, and I think you've done pretty well, those pod hunters that went for JMK. You know, he's been pretty good. Um, the good other good scores in there for me, Nakora with a 77. Katoa, look, he is a try scorer. Him and Mulatalo. Mulatalo, I thought, got too shady, you know, line breaks. And I um, I, th- I think he lost one of them. You know, I was worried about both of them. Um, but, you know, they're both 50-60, which is fine. I think he's been a good one, Katoa. I think he's a decent enough name for next week. And I think with the Sharks draw running home, you can play him on a lot of those matchups. So um, not a bad score by him with 63. Kennedy has been all right. I didn't really want to fiddle around in my fullback with a Kennedy type, but some people brought him in. The scoring has been good. We know that he was cheap as chips, like in the 300s because of those minus scores. But the scoring, people who brought him in were like, his scoring is better than that. He's way unders. You brought him in. He's scoring well enough and well done to you. Um, 68 this week. Um, My bad was Burton, um, 7.8%. He's been very, very good, hasn't he? But was a 28 this week. Um, That's his lowest score since round eight. Um, 0.7% brought him in. Well, I mean, it's bizarre to me. They don't play the round 17. Um, he's off to origin. I don't know. Is he a run home? You know, I mean, Hines and Cleary, you know, Hughes, you know, people are bringing in Moses. I think there was better options to bring in. And you got a 28, those 0.7% that brought him in. But he has been very good. 75, 98, 82, 76. So that's the reason why these 0.7 brought him in. The last four of the five weeks have been sensational. But this week it was a 28 uh, which is disappointing. Um, look, I put ugly as Karaz, even though he finished on higher points, 33. The wet didn't suit him. I actually sat him and I decided to go with um, ma'am, yeah, all for three points. <laughs> but um, look, it wasn't a huge shoe score this week. It wasn't really the conditions for him. 0.2% brought him in. I would just thought, um, oh, well, he did have that negative break even, didn't he? He's not going to make as much money as we hope. 50, maybe K, I think he, he might get. Um, look, Karaz, Targo, Kula, you know, Tupu, you, you can hold some, you can sell some if you want. I'd lean towards probably holding maybe Tupu and Otago if you ha- owned all of them and sell Karaz and Kula, you know, um, but each to their own. I think they're all sellable if you need to sell. Um, 
Yeah, there we go. Um, moving on to the next game, the Cowboys versus the Broncos. The Cows got the job done. Um, what have we got for the good in here? My good was Robson. I know Tuolagi. I should have mentioned him. He updated nicely to 98. He's been very good. Tuolagi earned an origin spot. What's his price? He's 569. And he's covered his BE this week. How many people own him? 3%. He's a real pod. <laughs> to a lucky 98 this week and his last five he's been 48 98 62 60 uh and you know the 98 this week he hasn't been the worst old little pod for people um 98 for him this week but i've gone robson 89 i'm an owner um he's having a really good year i sold grant when he was injured um he's last five scores 50 79 78 69 and 89 that's ripping scores. He's actually going to go up to 630. He's going to be more expensive than Harry Grant. Um, so, you know, I'm reluctant to sell him to Harry Grant. I want to just have some cash in the bank to get Randall. Well, how disappointing is that? Obviously, Braley's back. I just was holding Braley, uh, holding Randall and going, yep, I'll sell him as soon as round 17's done. Hopefully, he scores me a 60 in the bye. Well, he might get 20 minutes on the bench, and that'll really sting. <laughs> But a Randall to Grant for the run home oh, it sounds good to me. But Robson has been sensational. Well done. Um, Drinkwater, 16.4% owned, 87. He is pulling together pretty much um, keeper scores. Yeah, there was a 12 in there, which wasn't the greatest. But outside of that, 119, 90, 50, uh, and the 87 against this week. So four out of five of them are bloody sensational scores. You know, I don't see any reason to move him on um, with the way that the cows are going. Uh, you know, you, you could sell him. If you're trying to pump up your numbers, there are there is Dylan Brown in there who's a great option in your 5'8 spot. If you've got Jules, you know, you've got Hughes, you've got um, Moses. I don't know if I'd move on drink water for Moses. I'd maybe consider Brown. Or if I had the Jules, I'd consider Hughes, who's having a ripping year as well. But Hines has been bloody good. And I don't think any people that have had him are in any rush to sell him. Um, I mean, uh, drink water. Uh, also, um, good scores. Holmes, 86. Oates has been pretty good. I had a look at his price. His price is very good, and his ownership is very low. People took a flutter on Oates, and he's been good. He's in the 500Ks. Um, Cobo went to fullback, looked very good. He's actually been, had a great year as well. I sold him before he started going sensational. Um, 77. Nano was good with the 70. Felt nice return as well. He's such an underrated footballer. Is, is he underrated? Probably not to Cowboys fans. Felt 74. Um, Mam is my bad. 40.5%. Um, look, his defense is pretty good in this game. I know that's something they wanted to work on, but I, I didn't think it was too much flashy work in attack. Uh, he's so good and nimble on his feet. I just like to see him run the ball a bit more and put on a bit more attack. It's his worst score so far, so maybe I'm being a bit harsh, but it was 36. I played him. I was between a rock and a hard place. I mean, I've got okay depth, not like Old Man who got cool as uh, AE. I got beaten by a bloke who's getting cooler as an AE. <laughs> Because he's got seven NPRs. Well, I, I'm not that up that uh, alley, but I was choosing between Mam and Karaz, and I decided to go with uh, Mam for three extra points. Um, but anyway, uh, the uglies for me were Stags. He's still 15.9%. I bet it's a hard own for you, 15.9%. Uh, 19 points. He's got to be close to flop of the year. It averages in the 40s now, 48. And uh, it's not good for Stags, is it? Uh, he's... 
Oh, it's it's just no good, Stags. No good at all. Um, oh, I guess he's not going to make Origin. You probably hope that she's going to get an eighty next week, you know, which he he does a couple of times a year. Hopefully, next week's the week you get it. I really think you probably want to move him on after that. He's probably going to have no value. Oh, not great value. Um, but it was a smelly old game this week for 19. And even smellier, I should mention, the Hammer, who's 6.1% owned. That's AE stuff from him this week. Five points. Wow. Um, 22, 67, 20, and 19. And then this five, you know, his average is in the 20s. <laughs> you poor old 6.1% that took a punt on uh, the Hammer. It hasn't worked out well for you. Um, the bunnies versus the eels aren't the eels are they up and down aren't they like they can knock off you know the top teams in you know commanding style but they can also drop these games and look flat as um, 30 to 12 you know Latrell was a nice return and you know um, Cody Walker only finished on 41 I can't, I can't wait to sell Cody Walker there's no hundreds in him anymore this year and with his 41 he's going to I haven't even put him in my scores but you know, what is he? He's only 12% owned now. Break even 111. He's going to lose all his bloody money. I, I just He better go out and turn up next week in this buy just to pay me back for all of my suffering. Um, but anyway, Trell was good in his return uh, and made a difference to that team. They look much, much better. Um, 99 points for Latrell, good. But my my good for the game was AJ, 111 points. AJ had an enormous BE, 94, but he covered it. And he's really pod ownership, 7.6. You've got yourself a weapon for the buy. They're playing the Knights. I'm gonna. I think people after this week are gonna probably, if they, if 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 they were left with having to break their team to bring in, perhaps people might grab Latrell as a pod. It's a nice matchup for the next three weeks. They do have a hard draw home. Um, look, I, on the social, someone was saying it doesn't matter with Latrell. He does better against the good teams and sucks. Well, not sucks. Does worse against the poor teams. Well. You know, go into your app and have a look at his average against his upcoming opponents. The next three are good, and a couple in the next, and the game's all after that for the run home, okay. But for the most part, up against the really good teams in their hard draw, the average isn't the best. Um, so I, I'm not going to have the cobbles to do it. Um, I'm going to just stick with Paps, and I'm going to probably grab Teddy after Origin. I'm going to steer clear of Latrell, but he's, he is 300k cheaper than Paps. And he was good in their return. He made them look a lot better. Um, but AJ covered his uh, B 7.6% owned. He costs an absolute mozzery, 680k. AJ... Last five scores, uh, 54, 114, 114, um, 31, and 111. Four out of his last six have been tons. It's amazing. You know, he's absolutely amazing. Um, and he's a real pod for people in this buy round. So well done to you, 7.6%. Um, the other good scores were Paulo was pretty good. I think he's getting used to the wing uh, there for the um, Rabbitohs. Uh, Tass, who came from the clouds to jag a spot back in that team, looked really good this week. I think he's going to hold his position. He scored 71 this week. I think he's going to be a number for you in the next buy. Uh, and Arrow was pretty good as well this week with an 80. Um, Gutho was pretty good with a 73. Sean Lane, uh, seven point, uh, 72 points. Um, he is... Oh, 2% owned. I think he might be a little higher than that. A couple of people brought him in this week. Um, but he's a pretty good scorer. He's out in a 600K um, for the good scores. Um, there was some bad in there. IPAP. Oh, mate. It, it's very unlike him. 38 points. The Eels stunk. Um, and it's a very average game by his standard. You know, it's 
his lowest score of the year. You know, yeah, it's his lowest score of the year. <laughs> 38 points, terrible. Um, now, I've got some uglies in there. Number one is going to be Sivo, uh, 3.1% for 19 points. He was a bit missing out there. 0.8% of people brought him in. It's been a 32, a 78, uh, and then this 19 this week. So, yeah, you got the one good score. Hopefully next week, you know, it's a big one <laughs> because we've had two out of three bad ones uh, from Sevo. Um, Moses, he's been very, very good. Um, 14.7% owned, which is, you know, a nice ownership amount. 33 points, not the worst, but it's not great. Um, he... Oh, you know, 0.3% brought him in. The brought him in because the scores have been good. 43, 67, 80, 77 uh, over the last well, four out of the last five weeks. And then the 33 tonight um, or the other night. I think he's still a good option, I think, for you. His scores have been consistent enough this year. Um, I personally prefer Hughes. He's been on fire. Um, but, you know, he's been scoring well. And I don't think that that 33 should put you off because he's been scoring a lot more uh, consistently than that. Um, Penasini, 21. That's his lowest score of the year. Unfortunate. Um, look, he it was a quiet game by his standard. And it's actually his lowest of the year. People were saying, I could hold him for the rest of the year. Well, same as Moses. I wouldn't be too concerned about this. This is the Eels. They have these off games and then they come and bounce back the week after. You may want to sell you know Penasini in the run home possibly if that's your plan um but I think he, that's his lowest score he gets 40s you know and he jumps up from that 20 to a 40 you know he's, he's very consistent got a very good floor um but it wasn't a good score this week um moving on to today's game really good to see the Warriors and their home game really nice scenes you know the long walk into the stadium and the culture and the crowd it was beautiful I'm really good to see them get the win. Although I think the uh, the refereeing was, refereeing was a bit sus. I think there was, you know, I think everybody wanted the Warriors to win today. Um, but they got the job done against the Tigers, who looked pretty average out there, um, 22 to 2. Um, my good was Tohu. Um, Scored a try. He hasn't really been scoring anything that's been too exciting, but he got a try today, finished 83. Uh, you know, the average has been 50, so that's much better score from him. Joe O, 5.3%. He plays the the round 17 by. Not a bad little pickup. His last five have been an 88, a 55, an 83, a 55, an 81. That's really good scoring. <laughs> so nice work by you pod hunters that grabbed Joe O um, because it was another good uh, score by him, 81 this week. Um, the other good scores, look, it wasn't in actual. And he did half good stuff and half terrible stuff best for SJ. But in super coach ways, it, it points, he finished well with a 72. Um, Aiken was pretty good. He, he played second row, which you know, a lot of people were selling because he was back in the centers. Uh, finished with a 68. I don't think that's enough to cover the BE, though. Uh, and he's not around 17. So, look, you know, you don't lose too much money. And if you couldn't move him last week, you could probably move him next uh, week. Unless he stays in the second row. If he stays in the second row, he's not the worst, to be quite honest. Um, now, the bads. 9.3%. Um, uh, you owning uh, Hastings out there, 9.3% of you. Um, a 26 this week, not the greatest. He's been pretty quiet, I've got to be honest. 44, 25, 21, 57, and then this 26 this week. I know, this hard, eh? Like, I'm going to be, I held Randall all this time, although Randall's been covering his break even, getting up towards the 500k price. Um, but And I look like I'm going to get the kibosh on me, thanks to 
um, Braley right on the time where I need him in the round 17. It's going to be a hard old hold uh, of Hastings, you know, through to this bye. But hopefully you get a, a big roaring game out of him in the bye. It hasn't been great for the last five weeks. Um, look, the ugly was Nofo, 1.7. I was mildly tempted by Nofo after watching him in the internationals. He looked good and he looks like he was, you know, in try scoring form. It wasn't their day today. It wasn't no tries. Um, it's been something... You know, we haven't seen from Nofo over his career. A bit rocks and diamonds. He's had such a good base. Um, but this year, you know, we'll look at, let's look at the last five. 102, 67, 27, 58, 26. So a couple of 20s in there, including uh, today. It's been a bit of an up and down year for um, Nofo. Um, moving on to the last game, it was absolute daggers. Look, I don't think the Raiders deserved it, to be quite honest, and, but not really the Dragons either. I really think that was a penalty at the end of the game. But the Dragons got the job done. My good was Tuppany with an 85. He's been good, Tuppany. Very, very good. Um, and, you know, I missed him, unfortunately, but he's been very, very good. Uh, other good scores were Hudson Young with an 83, uh, Moses Stilley with a 71. That's all I'm giving for that game. The bads. Hunt, who's been very good for people this year, is obviously going to be Origin, so it's not going to hurt you for the uh, round 17, obviously. But he's, even though the Dragons play, but it was a 27 for you today, so no good. Uh, and Wolford, he, he's on my list a lot in the old uglies because he just doesn't score well, unfortunately. He hasn't been the best cheapy. 28 points from him. Um, now, look, I'm going to move on to some names for the round 17 that I like. As I said at the top of the show, with Selly and Nichols, and well, Nichols might be there for next week, but it looks like Selly is going to be out. Hopefully, Peoples comes in, and he could be a nice downgrade for people when you're nothing out. You'll get him as a round 17 play, and then he'll be, go off into the distance as an NPR, um, which will be fine. Um, but we'll go over some names, the, the gun names, because it's all about quality over quantity for me. And if you get a Peoples who's a downgrade, you can just get an extra number for that round as you're enough. That's perfect. But there's names... I've been beaten by people in buy when I've got 13, 14 players and they've got nine because they have the top names, the right ones, the quality ones. I'll talk about some of those names that I like for the round 17 buy. All right. Number one for me has got to be Paps. I really don't think that he is going to make Origin and we saw what he could do in seven minutes. You know, his average for the year is 100, basically, and you've got to have him, I think. He, is he a must-have? Yes, I think he is. Um, I'm going to be bringing him in next week. I've saved the cash that it's going to allow me enough, a midi, a, a reasonable midi, and perhaps, and I'm happy enough with that. You've got to have him, I think. And he, he's the number one target, I think, you know, for the buy round. Uh, in my opinion. Number two is Hines. We are hoping that he does not make it to Origin as the 18th man. That'll suck. He doesn't even play in Origin, but we're going to still lose him from our round 17s. It's still a very real possibility. By the time you're listening to this, maybe we already know. Um, But if you don't have him in Origin, I think you want to have him. We saw this week, doesn't even look like he's having a fabulous game and he still finishes on a ton, basically. These players that can score a ton... Paps can do it in seven minutes, and Hines does it in on the regular. You know, just accumulates these points. I think they're 100 getters. Now we go to some halves options, which I like. I did talk about there in the podcast, Drinkwater, who's probably a keeper for the whole year, um, but I think you could probably get the same sort of score out of Brown, and you get that extra score in the buy round. I really like Dylan Brown. Um, how did he go this week? I don't think he did uh, set the world alight because they stunk it up, did they? But I think he was still good. Let's have a look. Um, 
Bill Bags, how did you go this week, mate? Um, but I think he's got to be a big target for you if you've got an option in your 5-8 position. Still finished 58. He's got a very good floor. Um, as you know, so I, I like him as an option. Uh, Hughes, I really like Hughes this year. Some people say he doesn't score as well with Munster and the others in the team, but I just think he's such a good super coach player. He scored a 51 this week as well, which is not his best score. But if you have a look at his last five weeks before that, you just say he's definitely got to be an option for people who've got something that they can do in the five, in the halfback, basically. If you've got something that you can do in your halfback and your 5'8", um, you know, I think Brown and Hughes are probably my top options. If you don't own IPAP, look, this week was his lowest score of the year, wasn't it? Um, but he's just such a weapon. <laughs> you know, if that's his lowest score in the 30s, which he doesn't do, but it's it's his long, worst score by 20 points. Um, I think you really want him if you haven't got him. And you want to run home with him, surely. Because um, the front row, I mean, Tappany, IPAP, you know, Max King's been great. Those are, you know, the, the front row. But you definitely want IPAP. Matto, look, I know he's injured. Um, but, you know, if he's had this week off, hopefully he comes back strong. Would you buy Matto? Look, I really think... Um, you know, if you're going to grab a second rower, you could go Maddo, you could go Lane. I think they're probably a rung above um, Kaloa Matangi, um, Barnett. You know, I went Barnett because the price was right, but I really think Maddo and Lane are probably that level above, in my opinion. Um, I really like Maddo. I've had him. He's averaging 70s. It was a bummer this week that I didn't have him, but, you know, the word from NRL Physio is that he's going to be good to go for next week, and I think he's a decent enough buy and someone who you can hold for the run home. Um, yeah, I think the same about Lane, who's on my list. Um, Mulatalo, you know, they were it was 50s. He lost one of those dubious uh, line breaks, but he's, you know, he's a try scorer. Um, look, the Sharks, they've got some hogs in that team in Moylan and Ramian, that's for sure. Um, but, look, he gets over for tries. Uh, and their draw on the run home is really good. So I really like him. The price might not be there for you. And and same with AJ. I mentioned how four out of his six last ones have been tons, but he's 680K. He might be too expensive for you. It's probably too expensive for Alex Johnston money. Like, you get Alex Johnston when he's 400. It would have been great to grab Multalo when he's 400. These guys are 600 now. Um, but if you can only get one, you know, I would grab a Mulatalo just because of their run home or AJ because of the multiple tries. It's a really, I can, I reckon, I'll call it now. I think AJ will turn up next week as well. So he'll be five out of seven. Um, Katoa, he's been pretty good. He was, he topped over Mulatalo this week as well in score. The scores have been very consistent. He does get tries um, and their run home is good. I like him. Trell. He's put his hand up to not be there for Origin. It was a 99 this week. Um, some people might be, you know, budgeting their money to bring in Teddy um, and, you know, do it after Origin or their banking money and stuff. Maybe you could just go a pod move that's not Teddy and grab Trell. Look, their drawer is hard as the run home, um, you know, presents, but... He looked good. He looked like he improved them. And there are some good games in there. And like I pointed out about the uh, socials, he, he does do pretty well, even against those poor, you know, the um, top opposition. Um, he's got to be an option, I guess, for people, especially now that he's available. He is an X Factor and he is a great, um, you know, he's kicking goals as well. He is a great scorer. You know, he, he's got the ability to score a big ton. Um, I mentioned Moses, um, you know, wasn't a good score this week, but, you know, I don't mind him as an option. He's been very consistent this year. Um, Moses, um, look, some of the cut price ones, but look, those are the guys who I think could turn up. 
know, and basically I've gone Barnett, you've got Kaloa Matangi, um, you know, who else? There's, there's not anyone else really that excites me for being able to score really well. Am I missing anyone? But I don't think that those – anyone outside of those guys I don't know is a real danger for big 100s. might have like an Oates or an Edric Lee or, you know, you might have something that's a little trump up your sleeve – but I think if you are looking for these sort of, you know, 10, 11 players, if you've got a good chunk of these guys that I've mentioned, I think that that's probably your best bet. I'm going to look at, um, you know, probably 11 or 12 to go into that buy round. A lot of it hinges on whether I get Nico back, uh, you know, and Talakai as well, because I'm counting them as numbers. <laughs> So we'll have to wait and see. Um, good luck, guys, in the upcoming round. I'm going to leave you with, I've got a treble of Elvis songs. Something about Ado is growing up in my big, large Irish family. Mum was a huge uh, Elvis fan, which was, you know, it wasn't all those Irish tunes. It was Elvis the King. So when I was a little kid, I knew every Elvis song there was, and I loved to sing him. You know I love to sing. Um, and I'm going to kick it off with my favourite Elvis song of all time. Uh, and then a couple of other ones that are right up there. But you're going to get a treble of Elvis songs to finish the podcast. Good luck in round 17. One, one, two, something. One, 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 one hundred, basically. One thousand one hundred is par, I think. Uh, good luck in the round 17. I think 10, 11, 12 type numbers is good. If you 10, you might be lowballing it a little bit. 11, 12 is good. Some people are going to go heavy with 13, 15. But, you know, they... You know, I've been beaten by people when they had nine and I had 12, 13. 12, 11, 12 quality is going to be good enough, I think, for the buy. Thanks for listening, guys. Um, I'll talk to you again on Tuesday. I got a woman, mean as she can be. A woman mean as she can be Sometimes I think she's almost mean as me A black cat, oh, died of fright Cause she crossed his path like light I got a woman mean as she can be Sometimes I think she's almost mean as me she kissed so hard, she bruised my lips Hurt so good, my heart just flips I got a woman mean as she can be Sometimes I think she's almost mean as me
ain't nothing but a hound dog crying all the time. You ain't nothing but a hound dog crying all the time. Well, you ain't never caught a rabbit and you ain't no friend of mine. Well, they said you were high class. Well, that was just a lie. Yeah, they said you were high class. Well, that was just a lie. 